Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's my pleasure to welcome you here to the Clark Howard Show, where you learn ways to keep more of what you make. Clark.com is our main website, clarkdeals.com, where you go to save money each and every day. So key to me is that I serve you well, that I give you information you can act on to improve your life. But there are times that you feel like my advice, my information is just out of sight wrong. And that's why I need your feedback, and that's why we have the Clark Stinks message board where you can go on Clark.com and let me know where I could do a better job. Now, once a week, Krista reads through the posts that you have placed on Clark Stinks and shares her favorites here with you on the air. I should have never encouraged you to speak. You must think I'm pretty stupid. You should be ashamed of yourself. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right, pal. All right. So I'm going to start with last, one of your favorites. Well, I must tell you, last time you had some people that were really fired up at me. You got that again today, or are people a little more chill? Uh, we've, we've plenty of good ones today, but um, I'm going to start with one of your favorite things, the NFL. Two football posts, actually. Football. Clark, I love the show, but when I hear you talk about your love of the NFL, I can't help but think you stink on this one. The evidence is clear. The vast majority of former professional football players whose brains were donated for research showed signs of severe trauma. We know now that Aaron Hernandez suffered from a severe case of CTE at 27 years old. If you truly want everyone to live large for the long haul, you should tell NFL players and kids to stop playing the game until answers can be found for these dangerous head injuries. The sad part for me is that I know you're aware of this problem and you continue to be a commercial for the NFL. Dave. Dave, you know, the the thing with the brain damage to players is quite upsetting to me as it is to any football fan. And this is something that I hope will be solved. There is some experimentation going on with helmet technology that hopefully will eliminate the severe brain injuries that people are suffering from. And it's something we're much more aware of now. What we don't know looking forward is whether the concussion protocols that teams are using will lead to better long-term health for players. You think in the old days, they would talk about, yeah, he just got his bell rung and get get him back in the game, whether it was in uh, elementary school, middle school, high school, college, pro. It was just considered to be part of the game that you got your head beat in. So uh, there's a different attitude now and awareness, and I believe that we'll get this solved. But yes, it does upset me and worry me just as it does you. 
You seem to love football so much that you cannot see the forest from the trees or the end zone to the boundaries, to borrow sports metaphors. Of course, the current controversy is driving many people away from football, but many young people are not into American football, or as I like to call it, American rugby. Many are more attracted to non-traditional sports, such as soccer, um, and then football, they spell it F-U-T-B-O-L, and says, since you actually use your feet in the game. Another little-known area of entertainment is that is surpassing American football among young people is eSports. These involve teams of five people playing matches of video games, mostly multiplayer online battle arenas, and they list a few. There's a lot of prize money from winning these competitions, and with the rise of platforms such as Twitch and YouTube gaming, this new genre of video game tournaments as entertainment will reach the masses. So my 28-year-old daughter, who's never cared about any sport in her life, loves going to soccer. I mean, absolutely loves it. And she loves the whole atmosphere and the environment. And I just have never been able to get into it. And I, I just, I really enjoy football. I, I just do. And it's something I never thought I'd have to explain. explain. <laughs> Apple Care Plus for iPhone X, really? Maybe I'm missing something here, but why spend nearly $230 for Apple Care Plus and deductible if the screen gets damaged for the iPhone X when you can spend no more than $30 for a nice case and a tempered screen protector? First thing I do when I purchase any phone is to buy a case and a tempered screen protector along with it, usually online for better deals. I agree 100%. Here's the problem. And what you're saying is completely logical and right. Every person who has shown me their iPhone X or 10, whichever you want to call it, what an identity crisis. Anyway, everybody who's shown it to me has shown it to me with no protective case on it. They want to show off the thing. And yes, any phone is better off with a case. What you can't see on your radio dial is my Chinese smartphone has an indestructible case on it. So I have dropped it many times, and nothing has ever happened to the phone because I do have a protective case, and your advice is exactly right if I could get people with iPhones to put cases on their phones. Authorized user on credit card helps credit score, huh? When adding an authorized user to a credit card, they do not ask for a social security number, and since you can make up a name, it will not really help improve a credit score. Partially correct, because there are issuers that don't ask for a social security number. There are others that do, and there are yet others that give you the option of getting an authorized user without a social or with a social, with the implied understanding that when you give the social, it'll then be reported to the bureaus. And I think anytime, if you're trying to help somebody build credit, that you check with the issuer and find out if they report authorized users to the bureau. If that's the purpose you're trying to accomplish and a particular issuer doesn't, then that's not the card to add somebody as an authorized user. Just heard your rant opposing the proposed tax cuts for corporations. Tell me, Clark, who actually pays those corporate taxes? And don't say that the corporation does, because those taxes are passed along to the customers, which is us. Corporations 
operate on an X dollar profit bottom line. And when taxes are assessed by the imperial federal government, then they are passed along to we consumers and higher costs for the goods and services we purchase. Pretty much all the leading economists say that corporate tax cuts are beneficial to we the consumer in the end. Just saying you and your tax info stink. So I don't know exactly what the poster... Do you have a name on that one? Nope. I don't know exactly what the poster is referring to because, as I've stated over the years, I believe the corporate tax rate should be zero. And that I don't oppose a reduction of the corporate tax rate. What I did feel was um, was not honest was pretending that this was about cutting taxes for individuals where the reality is that under the tax bill as it stands in the House and the Senate being worked out in conference is that the uh, middle class are going to be winners, they're going to be losers. Some people, a substantial number of people will pay more tax as a result of this. Others will pay less. The overall net effect is almost nothing because the whole money for this is to pay for that corporate tax cut. But in order for us to be competitive in the world, we have to reduce corporate income tax. Otherwise, companies do a lot of their activity outside the United States instead of doing it here in the U.S. Clark, I'm a nurse, and I preach the Clark gospel to my students and new graduate nurses. I started nursing 40 at 40 and was way behind in my retirement savings due to life and a lack of knowledge. I love how you push us to save at least 10% for retirement, but you're missing two critical pieces to the equation that any penny-pinching, numbers-crunching nerd as yourself should be promoting. One, if the person has a 401k slash 403b, the money that is taken out of the worker's check is pre-tax. For all intents and purposes, the IRS treats it as if you made less money, so they charge you less of a tax bill. Someone who puts in 10% or more of their salary may actually take home either a little more in each paycheck or a little less and not the full amount of that 10% deduction. You never mention this. Why? Failure. I made a spreadsheet. Yes, a fellow penny-pinching numbers-crunching nerd to show my young Padwans just what they would be taking home depending on after they first save for themselves. Then I use an IRA calculator to show how much money they will have in retirement. The millions of potential dollars makes a big impact. And two, you say increase your deductions and stages if they can't start with 10%. Great, but what about those raises? Every time I got a raise, I increased my retirement deductions so that my net gain in my check was just 1% to 2%. I still get that boost in my paycheck and increase my savings. I did this until reaching 35% of my paycheck. As you know, the more you make, the more you spend, and the longer you will wait to save, the more you will have to save to get to retirement's critical mass. Doing that, I learned to spend less than I make and still pay off my house and travel the world. Jeff, BSN, BA, and RN. Jeff, Jeff, great, great, great job, especially showing nursing students the value of saving money, young nurses, the value of saving, and the long-term benefit of it is wonderful. Now, I have a bias for the young nurses to put money in post-tax savings for retirement so that the money they have is the money they get to spend instead of being taxed later. But there is the incentive where people see that the government's picking up part of the cost of that savings. For a lot of people, that incentive is what pushes them 
to save a greater percent of their pay. Your idea every time you get a raise that you increase what you save is beyond brilliant and is really the key to having an ultra-comfortable retirement. Okay, Clark does not stink, but he did give bad advice to a recent caller and many in the past when Clark said no to the question of, can you buy a new car using a credit card? You should ask the car dealer before assuming Clark is correct. We have a 2% cash back credit card, no fees. Earlier this year, we were buying my wife a new car. I listened to Clark often and remembered him saying that numerous times you can't pay for a new car, maybe used but not new, with a, with a credit card. And I understood his reasoning. So I continued to make the new car purchase deal with a cash offer, no questions asked on my part regarding the credit card. My wife, who loves Clark but does not listen to his show, she likes oldie music, looked at me and I, as I was writing the check and asked the question to the finance guy, do you accept credit cards? The response was, yes, we do, and confirmed they would do so for the entire purchase amount, $27,000 plus, which included tax, title fees, etc. This is a national car dealer, and the finance guy said, we are big, we will accept a credit card. To top it off, my credit limit was not large enough for the entire purchase, so the dealer charged half the purchase to the card, and within a couple of days, I then paid the credit card balance via bank transfer, called the dealer, and he posted the remaining purchase balance to the credit card. I received $540 cashback reward because I didn't listen to Clark, or should I say, because my wife doesn't listen to Clark. Thanks for being in our, in our life, Clark. However, my wife now looks at me with hesitation when I say, but Clark says... I have never heard, to this moment, you were the first person I've ever heard of who's been able to buy a new car with a credit card. I'm so glad it worked for you, and it's not even a question I've ever asked, and you have taught me something, and that's why we're all in this together, and we all learn from each other. Clark has been bringing up the Wells Fargo issue daily. By now, if anyone has ever listened to Clark at all, they have heard his concern. Clark forgets the fact that thousands of Wells Fargo employees are not responsible for this. Only top management is responsible ultimately. Wells presently employs over 269,000 employees. His continuously badgering indirectly hurts honest and hardworking Wells Fargo employees and potentially jeopardizes their employment. Move on, Clark. I always worry about workers at an enterprise that is inefficiently run or engages in bad behavior, and employees always benefit from great management, always suffer from bad management. I have a responsibility and a duty, and I am really sorry if I have hurt any of the many, many honest, decent people who work at this shameful enterprise, Wells Fargo, it is not my intention to hurt the regular employees who are not part of the criminal enterprises that Wells Fargo is engaged in, but I have a duty, a responsibility to your fellow listener to call it as I see it and the danger in doing business as a customer with Wells Fargo. Again, I am really sorry if I have hurt anyone's employment because of what I've said about Wells Fargo. I want to hear more from you. Please go to Clark.com, go to Clark Stinks, and tell me where I need to think about something differently or explain something differently or realize I'm just wrong.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gabe is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Gabe, you're going to steal my thunder about something I was just about to do on the show. Hit me with it. (laughs) Well, thanks for taking my call. Sure. My question is in regards to the websites Lending Club and Prosper. Um, I've heard you reference these a few times. But my question was really, I've recently started investing with Prosper, and I wondered if you had potential concerns with these sites or any other uh, types of loans specifically you like to choose. Um, But yeah, just anything with those two things was really kind of what I wanted to hear. So I'm right at a year with both of them. Okay. So almost just a hair less than a year. And... The sites have been having a tough time. You know, they've they've had trouble making money themselves. Their investors have been making money, but the sites have not done well. Um, the, are you worried that they might at some point go extinct and run off with my money? <laughs> well, that crossed my mind. It it really might. I don't have any particular concern necessarily with that. Besides, just wondering what would happen if you know if they were to disappear. Yeah. And, uh, so I don't, you know, I think in, if either of them actually got into trouble, there would be a, a workout specialist or a receiver appointed or a trustee. So I'm not, I'm not particularly worried about my money being at risk. And for people who aren't aware, as an experiment, because I was getting so many questions about Lending Club and Prosper, almost a year ago, I put 5,000 into each of them. And after this, almost a year period lending club my return over the year has been 4.88 percent it was a lot higher earlier i've had a lot of notes go bad on me Hmm. and then with prosper let me see prosper my return has been much higher 8.16 percent wow but that's just a fluke you know it could be i just had a bad run with right. notes that went into default on Lending Club. And what I've done with each of them is I've allowed them to automatically choose my notes, and I've gone with a moderately low-risk portfolio. And so what okay. I've looked at it as is if you look at savings rates, even right now the best online banks are paying 1.5%. In the worst case here, I'm earning just under 5%. So that's why I've been willing to do it. And I'm going to keep following. I'm leaving my money in, and I'm going to keep letting people know every six months how I'm doing. And Gabe, I would feel comfortable if you're looking for putting some money to work, taking the chance with one of these. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where it's all about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas to me so you can save more and spend less. Don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com, that's our main web address, and you can follow me at facebook.com slash Clark Howard. So we got to talk. 
right now we are on the cusp of the biggest holiday period of the year. Really, uh, some people already in holiday mode. Now through early January, people aren't going to kick back off at work this year, probably till January 2 or 3, right in there. So I know this is going to sound weird, but if you are looking for a better job opportunity or you're looking for work, it is my belief that I want you, after hearing these words, to make sure your resume is up to date and get out there and look for a job now. And particularly, you know, most jobs are found either through uh, personal connection or direct contact with an employer. But most of the year what happens is you can't get through the bureaucracy to the decision maker. This time of year, a lot of times a decision maker answers his or her own phone at a place of work because the gatekeepers aren't there. It is a great opportunity for you to show that you have drive and ambition that right in the middle of the whole Christmas New Year's season, you're beating the bushes looking for a job and if that decision maker answers his or her phone, there's somebody who really values work and all that, and they're at work instead of doing Christmas cheer stuff, and they would immediately identify with the fact that you are out there looking for work instead of saying, I'm going to wait till the next year. Everybody's saying, I'll wait till January. Uh-uh. When you're looking for opportunity... This is potentially a magic time for you to look for that opportunity. And I want to reinforce something that I say from time to time about looking for jobs. Stop looking for jobs with big, well-known companies. Big bureaucratic companies getting through their hiring process is ridiculous. Mostly they're in treading water mode or they shrink over time. Because the larger a company gets, the smaller its brain power gets. You want to be with a dynamic, new, growing, smaller company. Any or all of those check marks. That's where the opportunity is. And that's where often, particularly with a smaller firm, the owner of the company doesn't have to go consult with a committee. He or she says, yes. I want to hire you. Can you start, well, how about an hour from now? Think about in the big companies. Everything takes forever. And there's no humanity to the hiring process. And it's fill out this form and take this test. And we're going to bore you so much with our corpocracy that by the time you finish through the hiring process, even if we offer you a job, They will have bleached all the humanity out of you before your first day. Derek is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Derek. Well, hello, Clark. How are you today? Great. Thank you, Derek. And you are someone who does not take 
the price somebody gives you, you're looking out for your wallet, and you got a story to share with me, don't you? Yes, all the time. I have to give thanks to my father for that. He said, never, ever pay full price for anything. Everything is negotiable in life. So I do thank him for that, and I thank you for your radio show. It has meant so much to me over the years. But I was at a big box club, warehouse club, and I was purchasing tires. I needed to just purchase two tires, and they quoted me a price, and usually they're pretty good with their pricing. But I decided to do what I think all consumers should do, and that is to use your smartphone in the right way and look up uh, the same, you know, tire on other, just, I just actually put it right into the search engine, and up came seven different prices for the same tire. And when I looked at the, uh, the sales clerk, I said, do you match here? And she said, no, we don't do any matching. So I drove probably a half a block down, half a mile down the street to another discount tire store. And this particular discount tire store said, yes, we do match. When they looked at the price of the tire, it was $143 less than the price they carried the tire for. And it took two managers to come over and verify that it is the exact same item number, the exact same description, the exact same tire. And they say, I don't know how this other company makes money. I just, we don't, because this is below the price that the manufacturer suggests, and it's far below any discounted price. And I said, well, that's not my problem. (laughs) (laughs) And they basically um, matched the price and tried to do some add-ons, but I said, no, I want just the tires, and you can pay, I'll pay the disposal fee, and that's it. You know, the installation, everything else should be included because that's what's included even on this particular website. So it's, it just pays to always be on that smartphone and do that. I think I do that everywhere I go. I match prices at Target. And I'm sorry. Oh, no, that's fine, at Target, yeah. <laughs> I match them everywhere I go, and I make sure that I get the discounted price because everyone uh, is entitled to a lower price and to save money. And, you know, most people don't price shop tires. Because tires, let's face it, they're not the most exciting thing in the world. (laughs) And so people just say, I need some of those round things to go on my vehicle. And they just just pay what they're told. And you don't do that. I got to tell you a Target story really quickly, Derek. So I'm in Target. And there's an item I'm looking at on the shelf. And price is the price. And I go on my smartphone. And Target.com... Was it was a forty nine dollar item in the Target store? It was twenty nine dollars on Target dot com, and I asked the salesperson, the electronic section. I said, uh, "Tell me what I do here. The do you match Target dot com?" He said, "Of course." I said, "Okay. Well, what do I do?" He said, "Well, I can't do it. Go to the service desk, and they'll match there." So I go up to the service desk, and I show the woman my phone and the item. And she said, well, I can't trust your phone, which I thought was an interesting thing for her to say. What, because it was an Android? I'm sorry. Anyway, so she goes over. Somebody probably creates like a a fake screenshot picture and puts it on their phone. Oh, come on. You think people would do something that underhanded? Don't you? Krista. (laughs) I mean, I'm just, some people are devious. Wish they would use those powers for good, but, you know. 
wow, I would never think of doing something terrible like that. So anyway, so I go, I go over to her. She says, all right, I'm punching in the computer. She said, all right, you're right, $29.99, save $20 just by doing the comparison shopping, Target versus Target.com. Maria's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Maria. Hi, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Maria. You have a puzzle for me, don't you? Yes, I do. What are you thinking of doing? Well, um, I want to take my family to see the whale at a little town in Baja California that is called Guerrero Negro. It's a um, sanctuary and, um, for the for the whales, and um, it's amazing. I've been there a couple of times, but at that time I used to be in California, so I would drive directly with my car, but now I'm in Colorado, so the plan is to fly to LAX and then rent a car and go down to Baja, but... I don't. The car rental companies, car rental companies, don't like your idea, do they? That's what I have found out. Yeah, they won't let. Do you know why they don't let the cars go to Mexico? Why? There, there's this uh, belief, and I don't know if the stats bear it out, but the car rental agencies are worried that a car may get stolen in Baja. So, but isn't that why you will get auto insurance? Right, in right. Mexico also? So, so what I recommend is instead that you fly to San Diego instead of LAX. And the reason okay. is then you can take the, um, you know, they have the streetcar that they used to be called informally the Tijuana trolley. It goes right down from downtown San Diego to the border. You can yeah. walk across the border and rent a car from a Mexican rental agency on the Tijuana side of the border, and then you'd be free to take it uh, in both Baja California del Norte and del Sur. Okay. So rent it in actually in Tijuana. Right. And, uh, And it's a common thing that people in California will do is they go down to the border. Uh, Even if they're driving south, they'll park their car on the U.S. side of the border and rent one on the Mexican side, or uh, they will buy a Mexican auto insurance policy before they drive their own car across in Mexico. Yeah, that's what I used to do years ago. I would get my own auto insurance when I was driving my own car. But I think you're going to have a lot of frustration if you don't just rent the car in Tijuana. And there's a busy airport now right at the border crossing that would have a lot of car rental agencies at the airport. A lot of people who live in San Diego now walk across. You can't coming by car or by the the trolley, but there's a lot of people now who walk across that border bridge that goes right into the airport terminal and fly from the Tijuana airport to wherever they're going in Mexico or Central America. Yeah, I couldn't find a flight from... From Tijuana to to this little town, yeah, that was so, the problem. So in your case, it would make the most sense to just walk across and do it. Okay, I'd do that. We'll have a great trip. Thank you so much. You have a good day. Thank you. Bye bye. And Joel, 
Would you like to do a couple I asked Clark? Yeah, Clark, let's do it. Pat wrote in, he says, I think Clark has said that people can give up to $14,000 a year to other people with no taxes for either side. Can you give me details on that? Yes, it is a, uh, it's a safe harbor that has just increased over the years with inflation, pushing it into a different dollar amount. So $14,000, I can walk up to you, Joel, and you can say, Clark, I got $14,000 for you. Uh, I said that the other day, right? No, you've never oh. said that. Oh, sorry. I've just I forgot. Power suggestive thinking. Uh, anyway, uh, anybody can give anybody else, related or not, fourteen thousand dollars, and it has no implications for either the giver or the recipient. Or and Letty Ann wants to know: Gas Buddy has an offer that claims to save five to fifteen cents a gallon at all gas stations. Is that a good deal? And how does it work? So. Gasoline stations get clobbered by what they have to pay credit card companies when people pay for gasoline with a credit card. It wipes out most of the profit that a gas station might make from selling a gallon of gas. On the other hand, if you pay with some kind of payment card like the one that GasBuddy has, the fees to the gas station are almost zero. So they have this deal where I guess Gas Buddy probably gets some money for setting this up, and then you get so many cents off a gallon. Now, this is not good for the gas station, but I'll tell you it's better for you. It's better for you to use a reward card at the pump that pays you 4 or 5% cash back for buying gasoline on that particular credit card because then you figure you're going to save more on a typical gallon of gas than what they're going to offer you with the Gas Buddy thing. But as far as the Gas Buddy thing, it's just fine to do it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Charlie's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Charlie. Hi, Clark. Thank you so much for taking my call. Absolutely, Charlie. How can I serve you today? Well, my wife and I have a daughter that has twin grandsons, and we adore all three. And one of the things we'd like to do is we would like to purchase a 20-year term life insurance policy on my daughter for which we could be the beneficiaries of in the event that she should pass and we would have the resources then to care for the boys. And I understand there's some legal um, uh, pitfalls with that, and I'm wondering what you would advise. I'm not aware of any legal pitfalls with that because you have an insurable need and if you mm-hmm. own the policy, there's no tax mm-hmm. that would be due. The insurable need mm-hmm. is that uh, if you are the ones that would be named in her will, 
as the ones that would raise her minor children, then that is completely normal that you would have the money from the insurance policy to provide for the care for the two kids. Well, I'm so trying to follow. What did you think? A will in place first. Sorry, a will. A will would make sense. I mean, you might mm-hmm. find an insurer that says, "Well, you describe the situation." They would automatically consider that to be an insurable need. I see. So I, right. I think you're okay with that. What was the legal issue that had you concerned? Well, I, I was reading online that there were. Uh, it was told that it was insurance fraud to take out a life insurance policy on another person, for which you would bear no potential financial responsibility if that person passes away. Oh, but, but you just—that's why. What was the first thing I said? Insurable need. Right. There is a right. clear insurable need, and yeah, yeah, I mean the insurance company might say, "Hey, we need to see in the will where you're the one." raising the grandchildren right and so that might require that she do a simple will that would state that but all right what you're thinking of doing is fine now one thing about buying level term insurance is Mm -hmm. is she really healthy yes she is so buying level term will be very easy and i've got information on my website Sources you now can buy level term insurance where the policies are issued immediately without having oh, without her having to go through a um, medical exam. Mm-hmm. So it's become much easier to buy very affordable 20 year level term insurance than it was. And mm-hmm. your circumstance, your situation is made to order for what level term does. And, Thank you so much. And uh, let's hope that she lives a very long, very healthy life and the insurance is never needed. Absolutely. Thanks, Clark. You have a great day. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast of our show, I'd love it if you'd subscribe. Whatever your favorite podcast app is, we're pretty much there. And whether you love what you hear from me or hate it, take time to write a review. It's how we all learn from each other is from those reviews. 